audio, and then we'll start close up, and then this is going to be a complicated part. It's got the red dot yeah, blinking at the front. Dude, it's like, oh, this is so cool, man. All right, let's get that clap. I've always wanted, I've wanted to do this my whole life. That was fucking lame. We'll do it again. Yeah. There it is. That was much better. Oh yeah. You just get a blast of dopamine real quick. <laughs> there you go. You know? You just need a blast of dopamine. See, like a bag of Skittles. <laughs> or like, just slam a bag of Skittles. Snickers bar. That's a sugar high. <laughs> Dude, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. There's two cameras now. Ah! And there's like a, like... Whew, this is a thing, man. Breathe into the ribs, my friend. This is a thing that we are doing. And we are here. We are here. And it is motherfucking pot heaven. It is, yes. <laughs> Two weeks and we're done. All right, let me run this intro. Welcome to the show, everybody. Or pod heaven. Episode 24. You know what time it is. There you go. point with the gunshots today dude i'm all about it <laughs> i was having a blast this morning i was just like pretending i was live on the pod just like <laughs> getting the muscle memory in dude you gotta know it you gotta know your way around the board oh <laughs> uh, yeah welcome <laughs> back everybody here we are we got a new setup today yes look at this this is the full it's always been there, but it's just been in the corner. Hope you enjoy the background. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this has always been here, but that. just not in the frame. This, needs, this has needed to be in the frame. Look at this beautiful collection of alcohol. You can just drink and, and drink and drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, for real. We got a whole bunch of juicy, juicy, juicy topics for you guys today. Sweet. You know what I'm saying? No, That's I'm how saying, you know the topics bro. are juicy, bro. Is when you get the chimes? Oh, bananas. It's that one. And the chimes, dude. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so did you hear about the nanorobots? In your cornflakes? Cornflakes? No. They're in your cornflakes, too? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard a little bit about it. They're taking over the world, man. The nanorobots? Yeah. Slowly but surely. It's called the, it's, they're part of a, well, 
nanorobots are real. Yes. But there's something called the gray goo theory that uh, nanorobots play a big role in. And it's like the robots are just going to take over the world. And Okay, yeah. Because basically they're coming out with technology and they have technology that for robots to basically breed, to multiply. And there's things called nanorobots. They're these little, little, tiny, tiny, little microscopic robots. Dude. Yeah. And they're made by other robots, you know, because humans don't, humans aren't small enough to like put those pieces together. So they have robots that have really small fingers on them. Right. Okay. And they make these nano, nano robots, dude, or nanites yeah. is another word that I've heard for them. And uh, they're small enough. They're, they're microscopic, you know, right. Like you, you, you can't see them. And, uh, they multiply with each other. Yeah. Okay. So the gray goo theory is that all these robots just become like this huge gray goo because they're just like multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. Okay. And then, you know, it's only a matter of time before our, every like land surface is just covered in robots. You know, because there's yeah. theories about the coronavirus and how it was like made in a lab. Yeah, made in a lab and like. Like you know, made as an attack yeah. on society, or you know, there's it isn't if it was if that's the what happened, then it is an attack, and like the motives behind their attacks are behind the attack would be maybe they're you know it's it's hard to say whether that it it's good or bad, uh, you know, Skynet all over again, yeah, dude. <laughs> No, I've heard of I've heard of them using it for like like medical procedures. So if there's damage in an artery or something, then they can send the robots into the body, like inject them, you know. So then they go right. into the body, and then once they're in there, you can actually <clears throat> control them from outside of the body. You can control these little drones, for lack of you know better words, and just go around in the in the blood, go through the bloodstream. Find the clot, uh, find the obstruction, or find the damage, right? And then just kind of fix it, you know? Yeah, that's what my roommate was saying, was that the purpose for them primarily is to kill cancer cells and to kill, you know, yeah. bacteria in the body. That's what we'd use them for now. Yeah. And then they did, they could, you know, people have like low immune systems, you know, because they, they don't have the white blood cells. They don't have enough of those, so people can inject you with artificial white blood cells and boost your immune system through manites. Um, That's cool, man. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then, uh, but then the thing is, you can't get them out. That yeah. was the biggest thing that they're like worried about. It's because <laughs> once they're in your body, it's not like, oh, let's just do surgery and take them out. You know, um, they're they're in there, and they kind of just move around and they go dormant and they go flowing through the bloodstream. And then I guess if you get another clot, you can just activate them again and then they go fix it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want a robot just floating around in my body. Yeah. They're going to have people probably test that to see oh, 100%. if 100%. Yeah. I don't know if like they'll pay people to do that or if they'll, but yeah, somebody's going to be injected with the first nanite. Do you think anybody's done it yet? Like under, like who's, <laughs> like under the table? 
I'll bet you they have, you know, I bet, (laughs) you know, China's working on something, you know, what do you mean? It's always China. (laughs) It's like, Oh, have we cloned humans yet? Yeah. China does it all the time. (laughs) China's been doing it for years. Yeah. We, (laughs) we made a nanites yet. Does somebody already have nanites in them? Yeah. China's doing it all the time. Unless it's like genetically modified super soldiers and that's Russia, but (laughs) (laughs) that's why they got kicked out of the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. Go. Well, I just, uh, I could, uh, that, that scares me, you know, the, the robot theory really scares me because, you know, you see videos on Facebook of how they're like making AI robots and stuff mm-hmm. so that they can like move boxes and stuff like, right. You know, um, and they're like pushing these robots down. Like they're building robots that yeah. are like in the shape of humans. They got legs and arms. And they're like training them, you know, to be able to, like if, if, if a forklift was driving towards them to like dodge the forklift, the way, right? Yeah. And if, some, if, if they bump into something or if somebody pushes it, you know, for it to be able to rebound from that. And so it'll fall over and like, you know, push itself back up and get up. And... You know, they're even like hitting them with like big mallets yeah. and stuff and like, <laughs> like sliding boxes at them and they jump over it and stuff. Yep. Like, and, and like some of the people on Facebook are talking about these videos, like doing commentary and saying like, what the, why are we being so mean to these robots? Like it's so good. It's yeah. so good. We're, uh, <laughs> there's somebody's already made a, like a short on that, like a little video on YouTube. A series, actually. A whole series. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's basically that where they're pushing, they made this robot, right? And they're pushing it around and they're hitting it with things. And then eventually they're doing like, um, uh, like weapons training with it, like trying to make it shoot guns and stuff. And then, uh, one, but before that, actually, let me back up a little bit. So before that, they go to hit it and it turns around and it blocks it. And then it like rips it out of this, comes out the human a little bit. And then there's like some other dude that's like got the button behind it. He's like pushes the button and it makes it just kind of shut down a little bit. Oh, wow. And then they did it again where they're like doing weapons training and um, it's like shooting. And then a dude will actually step in front of it and it, it, it puts the gun down. And then he steps out of it, he brings the gun up and it starts shooting again. And then they hit it with something. And then it gets pissed off and it starts like aiming at the people <laughs> and they're just like, Oh boy. And they're trying to shut it down, but it won't shut down. And then eventually it just like throws the gun and like takes off into the desert. <laughs> so yeah, they're very much just like cut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, it's that funny. is crazy. Those videos are actually the ones that made a, uh, they're they're from corridor and yeah. uh, Joe Rogan thought those ones were the real ones. Oh, you serious? Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> he figured did that out good later, job with but it was, it was funny because he brought it up on like two or three of his different podcasts. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, it's actually yeah. corridor that did exactly. those." And it was like, "It said Boston Dynamics instead of Boston Dynamics." Yeah. Was, well, dude, it was so good. Speaking of Joe Rogan, have you seen like the uproar that Spotify's in right now? Not really. So. They're talking about how like the employees of Spotify apparently are getting real pissed 
that about some of the things that Joe Rogan's talking about. Cause you know, he just did that big, huge deal. They spent millions of dollars to get him to come onto their exclusive onto their platform yeah, exclusively yeah, yeah. and all that good stuff. And, um, now there some people are getting pissed because they, they took off a bunch of his, his shows like the Alex Jones one isn't on there and then along with some other ones. And so they're doing a little bit of censorship with him. Sure, yeah. But apparently the employees are a little bit pissed that they're not doing enough. And they're ready and they're like, unless you get him off of our platform, we're going to go on strike. Wow. So with some of the guests that Joe Rogan has on, they're not, they don't support those people? Yeah, pretty much. Because he has such a wide variety of people on his show. You That's know. interesting because I just heard that Joe Budden is leaving Spotify. He's leaving? Yeah. And he's got some other reasons and stuff. What Why? are some of his reasons? Well, it's because their contract is fucked up apparently. And he just feels like historically the artists in the music industry have never made enough. And the way that Spotify structures their oh. you know, payments from streams and stuff is not doing artists justice. Gotcha. With the amount of work that they put forward, you know, to make this machine move. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Because Spotify is a really small part of the machine. Yeah. You know, Spotify plays a big part in it now, but it's like history is it would 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 kind of beg to differ. And um, I think you know I, when I was hearing him talk about it, I was kind of disagreeing with some of the things that he says, kind of taking a different perspective because it sounds like he's kind of just bitter about the past. Oh. And cause he's, he's a little bit older. Yeah. You know, he's in his forties, I think. And, um, you know, he, he, he was a big contribution to hip hop, but it was kind of in a, in a time where music was changing a lot in the way that it was like, you know, by the, in the way that it gets to people, you know, to actually get it to the headphones. Like Spotify came in and introduced streaming. I think Spotify introduced streaming. I think they're the first like streaming platform, at least that became main, mainstream. Yeah. And um, what a lot of artists don't realize is that, sure, artists aren't getting paid as much for streams as they would be for album sales. Right. Because people don't really buy albums anymore. They just stream. And, but what they don't realize is that their music, a lot of their music was being pirated before. It's being stolen by LimeWire and by, you know, just torrents. Right. And uh, Spotify came to the rescue for a lot of that and is now getting a lot of that traffic, you know. Directed back to the artist. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that makes that actually makes quite a bit of sense. You know, before it's kind of balanced out. Now everything is going to the artist, as opposed to just like little bits. Yeah, you know? or at least a little slice of every pie. Plus, you would have you would have to go on tour and play shows and stuff to sell merch and to sell albums and stuff. Because I can't imagine that Barnes and Noble and Amazon are giving you that big of a kickback. <laughs> No. So all of your internet stuff, so all of your album sales that you had to do had to be in person. 
yeah. with the, the fans that are actually at your show. And that's where you would get most of your stuff done. You know? Right. So that's kind of interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, artists make money from selling merch. And you don't just have to do that at your shows now. You can do that online now too. Yeah. So it's like things are always changing in the music industry. And I don't understand why artists don't don't just keep up with that. You know, if they've been doing it for 30 years historically, they should be able to keep up with how things are moving today. And megastars like Joe Budden, like, well, Joe Budden wasn't necessarily a megastar, but like. Good enough. Yeah. All of those, like Mariah Carey, fucking Lady Gaga, like Katy Perry, all those pop stars, Taylor Swift, like they had to had to move a certain way <clears throat> back then, but they can make moves today on social media that you know the in right. in the trenches artists now that are moving independently and making their money on Instagram and stuff can't. Uh huh. And they have a lot. They have a lot of opportunities available to them now with the way music moves, that they just have to learn how to take advantage of properly. And I don't know if Joe Budden made the greatest move, going right to Spotify. You know, I think a guy like him could have generated a lot of, of traffic a different way. But you know, he he has his reasons for doing what he does, and the moves that he makes. But now he's jumping out of that burning building too. Now is what he says. He's like. I don't want to be a part of, well, of Spotify anymore. We'll see. We'll see what happens because if it turns out that, you know, this whole Joe Rogan thing is starts to become an issue, like they just spent millions of dollars on him. And now the employees, not even like the big higher ups, that's all it said. I just saw it today on Instagram. I'm going to scroll through. <coughs> so I don't know what employees implies, like if it's their higher ups or if it's just like their the lower kind of entry level people, but they're going to complain that, you know, they're not doing enough to censor him, which is yeah. odd because. You know, I yeah. Know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Spotify, you know, if, if they're going to expand and get bigger, you know, they're going to have to just kind of, they need stuff like that. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to, you know, you got to get in touch with every, with everything. Yeah. You got to have a company that's open, like open-minded, you know, and I don't think Spotify has a problem with replacing a few employees. Yeah, I don't think they do. I think they're going to come out on top. You know, well, I also heard that the, when they took on Joe Rogan, that their like stock prices went up. Yeah. You know, their, their net worth just went up for because sure. Yeah. Of that, you know, so he's a huge, Joe Rogan's like the biggest podcast there is. Yeah. You, know, you don't get bigger than that. So if you want to, if it comes to like firing a couple of disgruntled employees because they're offended on what, what is said on there. Yeah. Or millions of dollars. I think I know who's going to win. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and Spotify has done a great job navigating the market thus far. Yeah. And they're winning. They're winning big time. And they got leverage. They got lots of leverage. They're right. They're right on time, you know, with everything that they're bringing to the table. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah, weird, man. Well, where's my sponsor? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, so do you think flies can get drunk, bro? <laughs> I 
Okay, let me explain where this came from. So right now, you know, we're doing church at a winery. Yeah. And um, there's a bunch of flies. They're all over the place, right? And they're acting weird. You know, like most flies are like, they won't come near humans. They, they're usually really quick and responsive and everything. At least they are in my house. <laughs> so I'm chasing around with rackets and stuff. And, but we're sitting at the winery and all of a sudden they're just like, you know, cruising around and they're slow and they land on your head and <laughs> you like, you can just like squish them like that. And they don't, oh. they don't even move. Yeah. That's weird. You know? And I'm playing drums and one lands on my snare and I start hitting the snare. He's all like freaking out. <laughs> and then finally he jumps off the snare and lands on my leg and I just go whack. And I just squish him <laughs> on my leg, you know? And I was like, why are they acting so weird? I'm like, well, maybe it's cause we're at a winery. You know, it's like, I wonder, can they get drunk? So I like Googled, can they get drunk? And apparently they can. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. But the funniest thing I found about this is that when they are drunk is they get horny. <laughs> <laughs> They're dumb, but there's going to be a lot of them coming. Yeah, out. there's a lot of dumb flies <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> dude. So I thought that was hilarious, though. So <laughs> it's just it's like. That's they, funny because I was just smoking a bowl on the back porch. Yeah. And a fly came and landed on the rail and I what just like think? blew some smoke at him. You I'll think bet, they can get high too? I'll bet if they can get drunk, I'll bet they can get stoned. <laughs> That'd probably fuck up a fly's world, dude. Oh, cause you see how their eyes are built, right? Yeah. Dude. They're just like a bunch of different things all in different directions. You know, <laughs> if I, if I had eyes, I'm just trying to imagine smoking weed with eyes like that. Yeah. Just like in a brain like that small. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got, just two things on your on your mind. Don't die and produce as many babies as possible. That's all you've got. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So, I got a song coming out. Nice, and it's called "Don't Want to Run." And uh, I, I'm going to play a preview of it, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. That I'm scared of commitment You're hoping that I never really meant it But the scars on my heart left by the one before Are keeping me locked up in a hidden drawer Chase and Corey and Aaliyah and Aaliyah. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Aaliyah sang the hook. So nice. dude. That's cool. Yeah, man. That song's called don't want to run and it's coming out on all platforms. It's out on all platforms right now. Right now. Check it out in the description. I'll put a link down there. Yeah. We made it on uh, thirsty third Thursday. Oh, nice. And uh, Thirsty Third Thursday is an open house event that we have once a month at the studio every third Thursday of every month. And it's where we just have a bunch of artists there. 
and we drink and jam and have pizza and just have a good time. And um, so that night we had uh, three singers there and a drummer and um, his buddy who was a bass player. Nice. And, um, and his wife. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> Matt Sumner is our drummer. So Matt Sumner was there with his wife and his buddy who played bass. Um, and so I had made like this little groove the night before, uh, Thursday, Third Thursday. And I just played bass, played a little bit of bass on it, played some drums on it, played some guitar on it. And then I sent it home and I chopped it up and made a beat, like a R&B, hip hop style pop beat. Sampled it out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sent it back to the studio, went to Thirsty Third Thursday, showed it to everybody and said, how about we jam on this? And um, so we kind of like made a little song out of it and structured it out a little bit. <clears throat> and Aaliyah was like, I think I can sing a hook on that. Or actually, she, want, she was actually on her way out. She was leaving. And I was like, are you sure you don't want to sing something on this real quick? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so she sang the hook, don't want to run. And we were just like, that is it. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Lay it down. So she got in the booth and sang that. And um, this is after Matt Sumner crushed it on the drums. And we got the whole thing structured out. And his homie laid down a nice little bass groove. And uh, then Corey was, uh, I could see her like on her phone, like writing some lyrics down. And I was like, Corey, you got something for this? And she was like, hell yeah. And she sang a little verse, and I was like, that's perfect. And she jumps in the booth, sings verse one. Chase shows up like an hour later, or like, yeah, an hour after Aaliyah had left. And he's like, I think I got something for this. So he lays down verse two. And um, took the beat and what we played that night and everybody's vocals blended it all together and uh, mixed it, added some synths and stuff to fill it out, played a guitar solo on it, sang some harmonies. Nice. That sounded really good. Yeah. And then Dave mastered it. And uh, we're going to hire somebody to do a lyric video for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to put it on all platforms on Under Heaven Set. And... Uh, it's gonna be fucking lit. Yeah. It's gonna be under heaven set featuring all the artists that sang on it. So we were gonna put it on Aaliyah's Spotify, but she was like, no. She gave it to Austin. Yeah. Well there you go. Nice. So that's great. <clears throat> was Dave there too? Yeah, dude. He yeah. yeah, he was there. And um yeah, like I said, he mastered it. And obviously we recorded it at Bempy at his studio. Yeah. So fucking shout out to Dave. Nice. That's awesome. And Pepe really and Aaliyah and Corey and Chase. 
uh, that was a blast, man. We had a lot of fun doing that. Thirsty Third Thursday is always wild, man. We never really know what's going to happen. We never know who's going to show up. Right. So we don't know who we're going to have. But I figured if I had a beat, you know, to bring to the, after I made that beat, I kind of like thought of four people I wanted to invite, you know, to Thirsty Third Thursday. Right. Who right. would blend with that project well. Right. And I posted a video of me like making that little bass groove. And Matt Sumner, the drummer, responded to it. And he was like, I got a sick idea for that. Okay. And I was like, cool, man. So that's 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 how that's how you know group projects are formed. Right. You just kind of have to be, you know, you have to have content on social media, first of all, or you have to have connections with some people somehow, you know. And you just have to be constantly open to to you know new opportunities and new ideas and different creative wormholes and doors yeah and it might not look exactly how you want it to look you know but i'd say just dive in if you really love music just dive in and and uh get involved in as many different projects as you can in as many different places you know for sure so that that was uh the highlight of my uh my week that's cool and um also did a couple more weddings yeah and uh, had some pretty crazy shit go Uh-oh. down <laughs> at one of them. Um, forgot my mixer. Got, uh, no, I, I brought the mixer. I forgot the power cord. For the mixer. Yes. Might as well forgot the mixer. Might as well forgot the mixer, man. <laughs> it's details, bro. Yeah. It's the details. Oh, man. I need a drink before I <laughs> I can't imagine... Like, not sh- like showing up to a gig and not forgetting something, you know, because uh, I have to I'm just putting on like classes and, or showing up to people's houses to train people. I have my bag and I got my dumbbells. And sometimes I forget <laughs> just one of the two things. I can't imagine having to bring a whole. Yeah, you this. make a plan for what you're going to do with this person and then you get what you need together to do it yeah and if you forget something then you need to change the whole plan yep it's like oh well i was gonna show you how to do this today but now i guess we'll just blah you know? yeah exactly so it's never 100 percent, but yeah dude so there's this wedding out in butt fuck nowhere it was there's no cell service no wi-fi and so i had to make sure i had everything downloaded on all my devices before I went out there. So I downloaded all the playlists on the iPad. I downloaded all the playlists on the laptop, on Spotify, and just brought like all the gear. Just brought like everything just to be safe. Cause sometimes I'll like look at the paperwork and I'll see what they have, Yeah, you know, and I'll bring one extra thing that they didn't pay for to like help fish for a tip a little bit. But like this time I was just like, I'm out in nowhere. I got to bring everything. So fuck the list. Fuck what they paid for. I'm just bringing the whole rig. And so I got the subwoofer. I got the lights. I got everything. I, I got everything downloaded. I get out there. I have no mixer power cord. <laughs> so it's the heart of everything. Yep. And it's where the mic goes into. It's where the laptop goes into. And then the iPad goes into. And then it goes out to the speakers. You know? And so that is the centerpiece, yep. you know? And basically what I ended up doing is I have a thump speaker and I call it the thump 
because the brand is Thump, but I didn't realize my other two speakers brand is Thump too. <laughs> so Dave was okay. like, do you need one of these? I was like, yeah, I need a Thump. He's like, you have two. Fuck. <laughs> but anyways, so the Thump has Bluetooth. The Green Thump. I'll call it the Green Thump because it has a green light and the other two got blue lights. So the Green Thump <laughs> has Bluetooth and it's like used as a remote speaker because I have my two mains that are like, I think they're 16 inch speakers. Yeah, they're 16s. And then the Green Thump is a 12. And I use it for like a little remote thing. Yeah. So like if the ceremony's over here and then the, recession, the reception's over here, then I can set up my gear at the reception and then I can take the little speaker over to the ceremony, hook the microphone up to it, you know, get the lapel for the efficient and the handheld and uh, do the ceremony that way. And then, then I can just run back over when the ceremony's over, play something, <laughs> excuse me, run back, tear down the speaker. And that way there's music playing over there by the time people start like funneling into right. where the reception's going to be. So <clears throat> where am I at? Blue speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so the green thumb has Bluetooth. So instead of using the mixer, what I ended up doing was using the Bluetooth speaker for the whole for the for for the whole reception, basically. And I had the other two set up, but they just weren't working. Uh. You know? And because the other thing that made things complicated was I had a guy there who was playing guitar for the song for their first dance. And so I had to figure out how to get him into the system. Yeah. And since I didn't have my mixer, I'm like, how the fuck do I do this? So I've got the two mains set up and I just run him into those. And then I, you know, ran all the music through the green thumb with the Bluetooth off of the iPad. And I had my laptop and stuff there, just but it was all just for show because it really wasn't doing shit. And I had one speaker going the whole night. So it was kind of crazy, man. It was tough. And uh, I had a really hard time. And But at the end of the night, I don't even think anybody really noticed that only one speaker was working. A lot of people don't even huh. want to dance at these weddings that yeah. are happening right now because of COVID. Uh, I think it's because of COVID. Like people just are not dancing. Like maybe it's me. Like maybe I stink. Or Stranger danger, no. but it's, it's definitely COVID. <laughs> yeah, 100%. no one wants to look at each other in public at this point. Yeah, yeah like, dude, it's fucking. Uh, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, and it's tough. Like when people are getting their food and stuff. Like I got to dismiss tables and I got to make sure everybody's social distance. But I also don't want to be like a dick, right? <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to sound. <clears throat> like Karen telling everybody to be six feet apart and stuff. <laughs> but like, yeah, but you gotta, it's what we got to do. gotta do, man. Otherwise, what we gotta do. the COVID police show up. Hell yeah, man. And there's other parts of this world that are doing really well with COVID because they're doing a really good job social distancing, I think. Maybe. It's hard to tell at this point. That's a piece of it. There's, there's more to it than that. I know like sports teams and stuff have figured out like new testing that happens way faster. So that's how they're able to actually yeah. operate and keep, yeah. keep a really close eye on it and keep quarantine more like 
specific instead of like one guy on a team gets it and the whole team goes in quarantine they're like okay this guy got it but he hasn't come to the practice facility yet so we just tell him to stay the hell home mm. yeah and we then just, the rest of the team can play yeah we just understand it a little better you know i think is a big thing because like before it's like uh well let's try this you yeah. know and then oh that wasn't right well shoot we're screwed you know <laughs> just assume you have it yeah just assume you have it <laughs> don't go anywhere everybody's scared you know fear is the way to go anyways yeah, dude. So that's crazy. That's been that's been a bummer having people not want to dance, but yeah. but people have been tipping me that's and good. stuff because I show up and I wear my mask and you know normally people want to see how good of a job I do getting the party going, yeah, and getting people motivated, and so I got jokes and stuff, and I got like all kinds of stuff that I can do to, and I set up the lights you know, and the laser and stuff and make a little like dance floor area. And like, that's usually what people are looking for. But like now people are just tipping me because like I'm doing stuff Yeah. during this time. Cause like, yeah, everybody's shutting down. Nobody wants to go out. Nobody even wants to dance at a wedding, but you know, they got their first dance in and they got their mother's son there. Well, they didn't have a mother son dance, but their bride danced with her son. No, they did have a mother son dance. That was one thing that got confusing about the wedding that I did yesterday. Okay. <laughs> That's a different wedding. Now I'm getting my stories mixed up. <clears throat> uh oh. But the wedding that was out in Buttfuck Nowhere, they tipped me $100. Cool. Thank you so much if you're watching this because that was an absolute disaster for getting my mixer power cord. Mm. and everything but the one i did last night made sure and brought everything made sure to check the list twice and i even made a bad feeling checklist because <laughs> when i was on my way to do that wedding that i forgot the mixer power cord i knew something was wrong i had a bad feeling and i was like i wish i could just like do one last little like run through so i'm like thinking through stuff in my head but I needed to make that bad feeling checklist because yeah. uh, I definitely remembered everything next time. That's that's funny. That's what I was thinking about when you were telling me the stories. I, we, I used to build fence, right? So pro fence. And we had to, there was, and there was a two day job thing, right? You go there one day and you dig all the hole, you tear down the fence, you dig all the holes, you put all the posts in. Then the next day or later on that week, you come back with your finishing stuff. So you have nail guns and, all the saws and all that good stuff, you know? And f the team that we were on, for the life of us, we would always, always, always forget something. Either forget a nail gun, forget power cords, forget a saw, yeah, forget something. There's always something, you know? And never once did we ever show up to a job with all the tools that we needed. So I can't, I'm, I'm surprised that this isn't a bigger thing for you. Well, it, yeah, it happens sometimes. I forget shit. I've been on a roll because like most of my gigs are broken up in the summers. Like, you know, between June and September, I'm like booked. I'm doing weddings yeah. every weekend. And, uh, you know, during the year, there might be some Christmas parties and stuff, but like... For the most part, it's just weddings in the summer. And, you know, this this summer, a lot of shit got canceled. 
So most of my shit's just been in September. And uh, I was on a roll up until then. I like nailed every wedding. $100 tip, $100 tip, $100 tip. And it's like, you know, if you're judging how I, how well I did by my tip, then I've fucking nailed it every every yeah. every wedding this summer. But, you know, I, I just felt like I didn't... I, I did not kill it at that wedding. Well, it was definitely not as good as it could have been. Yeah. You know, but they, they're so sweet. And yeah. um, it's funny, like everybody says, oh, what a great job you did, you know, especially when you got done playing a, a show or something. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, did an amazing job. Such a good one. Uh, I think it was the best one you've done yet. And then you, you go away and you go, oh, I screwed up this part. And I messed up this part. And I yeah, just dude. totally blew it on this one, dropped the ball here. You um, got to get past that shit. But the people on the outside, they don't see that. Yeah. All they see is like, good job. Yeah. Sounded cool. great. And you're like, thanks. It was loud. It was loud. <laughs> it, was loud. it was cool. Yeah. That's the one compliment you don't want to get. It's loud. <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> yeah. What you're supposed to tell the opening band when you don't think their song was good, but you don't want to be a dick. Yeah. Man, you're so loud. loud, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. It's, uh, um, you know, artists are like, very uh, hard on themselves. Very. Uh, That's true. Very big uh, self critics. You know? Yeah. But I look at DJing as like training, you know, because someday I want to be on tour. And so it's been helpful to do so many DJ gigs where I have to show up at a place I've never been to before and, you know, hang out with a bunch of people I don't know. Right. And, uh, just get you outside know. your comfort zone. Man. Yeah, get outside and get yeah. outside my comfort zone. And so when I'm on tour, I'm gonna be having to do a lot of that. And I'm gonna have to make sure I have lists, you know, to membership. And hopefully I'll have somebody on my team that can help me handle all that shit by then. But uh Yeah. Yeah. So got weddings going, got a new song coming out. Awesome. Um Corey just moved to Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. On top of losing work for the fire smoke, they got fired. And so they're like, well, we're going to move to Colorado a little sooner, I guess. Yeah. And try to work this out. And so it's like we're recording music and stuff, and then, bam, they're out of here. I'm, uh, I'm super grateful for the time that I got to spend recording with Corey at Bimpy. <clears throat> and... Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to do some more stuff in Colorado in the future. Yeah. So I just thought I'd play this little tune. Bye, Corey. the first song we ever recorded with Corey. Well, that's actually the acoustic version. Yeah, okay. That we redid, but it's just a matter of time before they're really they're really uh doing some big things. Yeah. She's got a really good voice. Yeah. So anyways, there it is. Here we are. <laughs> 
Pot Heaven, everybody. Episode 24. Walking through the fucking door. <laughs> Talking about the importance of rotation. Dude, you got to rotate. So just a little bit of kind of like human movement, right? So you got, just in case I refer to these during my lengthy rant here, um, <laughs> you got your frontal plane. You've got your, oh shoot, what's it called? Uh oh I just had it in my brain. I should have written it down, written it down. So you got the frontal plane, <clears throat> you got your transverse plane. So frontal is in front, like front and back. Transverse is rotational. And then you've got the, anyways, I'm not going to sit here with dead air and try to think of a word. It's It'll a come side to, to side one, right? Uh, yeah, it's like straight like right to left so split in that little quadrant on that step, axis right sure so anyways a lot of everybody's workouts is mine included and this is something that i'm trying to get better at work on is just sagittal there it is the sagittal sagittal plane. frontal sagittal transverse would not have guessed that at all yeah it's uh not one of those words that kind of just you use in daily conversation, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you uh, we do a lot. We spend a lot of time in the frontal and the sagittal plane. Basically, meaning so bench press, deadlifts, overhead press, everything is just facing forward, right? Raising to the sides, right? Pulling behind us, pushing in front of us, leaning forward, standing upright, extension, flexion, all these good stuff, right? Just, but we don't do a lot of rotating, right? Yeah. We don't, so a, a, a good uh, example of uh, a rotational exercise would be log chops. Have you heard of those? So you take a cable and it's pulling to the side of you and then you use your trunk to rotate, right? You can do high to low. So you start on your right side and you trans, uh, you rotate to and down across the body, right? So you're rotating through. Um, that would be a good one. Another one would be a single leg toe touch. So with rotation, so you leg, you go down and you touch your toe, but you reach across the body, so you get some rotation into it, right? Um, that would be a good example of these exercises and so not really using your arm you're using more of that yeah you're using your core because even when through when they teach you how to lift a box like a heavy box off the ground yeah you get you squat down and grab it and they tell you not to rotate while you're exactly. heavy lifting and the funny thing is is if people programmed more rotational stuff into their workouts there would be absolutely no problem with that yeah, right dude um that's kind of how I think when I'm working out. I'm like, I need to do things that might seem a little bit extra or might seem a little bit out of the ordinary to 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 prepare my body right. for unordinary situations. So the one of the like big misconceptions is that the only reason that a lot of this like rotating and transverse type of movements are programmed for athletes. It's very much specific to sports training, 
right? Because that's what a lot of athletes are doing. They have to run, stop, cut in a different direction and be able to change direction really fast. And, um, but people, and so it's just like, okay, the only reason that you'd ever program this stuff into your workout is if you're an athlete, right? Yeah. But if you think about like, it's interesting, something to think about, you, grocers, right? The people sitting in the checkout lines, they reach over to one side of the body with no resistance, they pick up the the uh, object off of the conveyor belt. Bag of flour. Bag of flour, yeah, there you go. Or grapefruits or whatever. And then they rotate with it. So no resistance, all the resistance. No resistance, all the resistance, right? And now they're training in one direction oh my the God. entire time. And then they don't fix that in the gym. Like you could go and you would at that point, I, if I were to get somebody like that, I'd say, okay, which checkout lane do you are you assigned to? Do you face one direction all the time, or are you switching back and forth? Are you, you know, one one time going from right to left, and then the next day are you going left to right? I'm trying to think through the grocery stores that I've been to and try. I think they all face the same way. Yeah, a lot of the groceries all they the don't even have belts. like lanes. Yeah, you know, so there's no way to do that. So you'd have to figure out, okay, you're doing a lot of right to left. So we need to work uh, left to right yeah. a lot more. And golfers, they do the same thing, right? Pitchers. They do a lot. Pitchers, yeah, just one side is totally developed and the other side isn't, you know, because they do a lot of these rotational things. But um, it's kind of besides the point. Uh, this is when it becomes, so that would be another way that would be an issue and then you need to like focus on. If you're a golfer. A golfer, yeah, try to, you know, add some resistance in the other direction. Right? So would you prescribe them a workout? Like, let's say somebody plays, plays golf or somebody does groceries, yeah. you know, and they're, 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 they're scanning things, they're turning left all day long. So would you like tell them to add five more pounds to their like rotator cuff workout going this way than they do this way? Yeah, or I would say just train the other direction. Don't even train the other side because you get enough training in day-to-day -day life just picking up stuff from the right side and rotating to the left. Right. So go into the gym and only train left to right you know, and try to catch the other side up Damn. or you could do half the reps or, you know, or just half the reps on, on one side as opposed to the other, or more likely it would be start with the weaker side first and then match your weaker side you match your stronger side to your weaker side. Right. So f like we've all have, we all have imbalances, right? So I'm right-handed, so I can't row or I can't press as much as I can on my right side. So if I go to failure on my strong side and then I go to my weak side and I try to go to failure, there's most likely my left side isn't going to be able to produce as many reps as the right side, you know? So that, and that's, and then now we're just building that discrepancy mm. between each side, right? So, um, but the main reason I wanted to bring up this whole rotation thing, right? Yeah. Was because this is where a lot of rotation, I mean, a lot of injury happens, right? Is because we don't train these rotation type exercises. 
So we can be like the world's most strongest power lifter with no gear, right? Just raw power, no wrist straps, no weight belts. But we spend so much time in one plane of motion, right? Picking things up in front of us that we go out into the the end of our driveway to pick up the newspaper. We don't really do that anymore. But um, you go outside to pick up the the UPS package off your front porch there, and it requires a little bit of a twisting motion. And then you throw your back out. And you throw your back out. You're like, I can deadlift 600 pounds. This box weighs 15. Why did that throw my back out? Yeah. That's because we don't train in this, you know, rotational type movements, right? We get strong in where we train. So what are some exercises you can do? To train rotation. Okay. So my favorite one right now is to make sure is like you can do two things to train rotation. And I know it sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but you can train anti-rotation, which is there's a force that's trying to rotate you, right? So like you can hold a cable out in front of you and it's pulling you off to the side, but you're resisting that rotation. So it's an anti-rotation type of exercise, right? Farmer's walks is another one. So you just pick up. My favorite one is to do offset side, like suitcase carries, right? So instead of having a farmer's walk where you have two dumbbells and you brace and you walk, right? So you're in movement, um, is to just carry one dumbbell. So just pick up a dumbbell on the right side, you know, and now it's pulling you down and you have to resist that. And then you walk the other way with the left side, right? So you're just doing both sides. So you're kind of resisting the forces of rotation yeah. right, at that point. It makes sense. It's like every time you're carrying gear, it sounds like. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. right. you got a big old speaker in your, in your left hand and a microphone in the other one, which one weighs more. Well, know? it's funny because I, I think about that a lot. And when I'm carrying my gear, I'll grab a stand in my left hand and a speaker in my right hand. Right. And then I'll take it in, set it down, go back to the car, grab a speaker in my left hand, grab a stand in my right, and yeah. walk in. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, I only think about that stuff because of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't, right? Yeah. So that's, a, that's a one way that you can try to, you know, so like maybe you're training core, because usually I like to throw this in with core workouts, right? So maybe you're doing core, your core workout on, you know, Oh, oh, Tuesday, you could focus on anti-rotations. And then on Thursday, when you're doing your second core day, um, then you could throw in actual rotation type exercises. So doing those, those chops, right. Um, grab, have the, the go to the cables and make it about rib height and then have it off to one side and then rotate through and press to the other side. Sorry for the people who are on Spotify. This is a little hard to, to see. To so show. go watch us on YouTube. Um, <laughs> right? So you, you go, you're doing some rotation stuff. Go from <clears throat> high to low rotations, low to high rotations. Uh, do stuff like that. Again, get on one leg. Do some single leg toe touches, but reach across the body. Another one that's really good is if you have cones, or just anything really cups on the ground, you can put a cup, um, like three cups in front of you. So you got one right in the middle then you got one off to the right. Sure. And you got one off to the left, stand on one foot, reach, reach towards the right one, stand up, reach towards the left one, 
stand up, reach towards the front one, stand up, right? And doing kind of like an RDL, so a Romanian deadlift or a single leg, uh, straight legged deadlift, right? So it's all at the hip um, movement type thing. So you're not squatting down, you're just bringing the chest down closer to the floor, hinging at the hip and reaching towards something, reaching towards something else, you know, just stuff like that. So is another one, another rotation exercise, like the, that machine you see at the gym where it's like, Oh yeah. You rotate your, you put, you, you sit on this thing in your knee on your knees and then you, Oh yeah. Yeah. You've got the thing here and you just rotate with your hips. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good one. You could throw in. It's for your obliques, right? Yeah. That's what they are. That's what they market it for. Yeah. It's for your obliques. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, because that your obliques are the muscles that are in your core and your and, side abs. Yeah, your side abs, and their thing that they do a lot is rotation. Yeah. So yeah, that would be a good thing to do. So yeah, just throwing in some anti-rotation type exercises, throwing some actual rotation type exercises. You know, both ways. So um, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, that would be pretty good to just try to get outside of the frontal and the sagittal plane, basically. Yeah, so you got to be thinking about what you're doing during the day and right. what kind of repetitive motions yep. you know, you're putting your body through mm-hmm. every day. And I feel like if you're working out consistently, yeah. like just doing that is going to help you, you know, kind of keep your body in line and keep everything balanced you know because when you're bench pressing you're pushing with both arms yep you know so you're 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 pushing your body to adapt to a state where you know both it's symmetrical yeah yeah exactly you know because and and so that that's going to allow you to be able to do a little bit of this and a little bit of this without like you know, completely throwing everything out of balance. Right, exactly. But, you know, there's definitely exercises you can do to combat certain right. things. Because, like, the, the the best example you brought up was, you know, the grocery clerk. But, you know, it's it's the same thing for a warehouse worker who has a pallet jack, you know, full of boxes. Right. And he pushes it up to the shelf and then, you know, he walks off to the side of it and loads all the boxes yeah. on, you know, is, are all your, the shelves that you're loading facing that way? Yeah. Well, then maybe you should walk around to the other shelf jack, you know, every three times. Exactly. And load it the other way. It's like in advanced lighting, we had our tool belts, but the tools were always on one side. Yes. And then you could start to get the, the discrepancy there. So it's just, and it would tweak your low back. So I hate that, man. Sw- yeah, I know. I hated that thing too. <laughs> Um, but so, but the, the main thing is that you, that you, you touched on there. It's like, think about what repetitive movements are you doing every single day, every single day, every single day, and try to, you know, balance the body out. That's, that's super, super important. Also, you want to think about the things that you don't do very often. Right. Um, and try to go into the gym and prepare yourself to do the things that you don't do all that often because honestly jumping down the when most people get hurt is like their kid they're with their kid and they turn away and then they look back and little johnny's halfway across the street 
and you have to get going off in a in a in a quick second, right? Yeah. That's when you go, oh, I just pulled a hamstring, yeah. right? Or uh, you're up on a, a tool, like you you have a desk job, but then for one day you're gonna go out to your yard and do some yard work, mm-hmm. and you're shoveling stuff out the back of your truck, and you just jump off the truck, and that bam hitting the ground, then you're like, oh that really hurt you messed know, up my knee messed up your knees it's because you don't do them very often your body's not ready for it you know yeah. but it life still will just call upon you to do these things just randomly yeah and if you p- can like prepare yourself then in the gym ahead of time then you're going to keep yourself out of injury so just yeah. that's where <laughs> crossfit really kind of came into it is like a different workout every single day just preparing you for everything you know right. i think that had a little bit of um influence influence that 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 idea influenced them yeah in their in their model but um they took it a little bit 10 steps beyond hmm. ne- what maybe necessarily needed to be but still they had a good idea i like that yeah idea. me and joel do box jumps in the gym you know those things that those little platforms yeah. like raised platforms that you can stand on boxes yeah we 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 do box jumps on those and we also run stairs and we run stairs with plates yeah. so we're holding 245 plates and running stairs and some people like laugh at us when we're doing that shit and some people like 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 they're the stairs like why are you using the stairs there's so many other places you can work out but like you know it's just a different type of workout it, it 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 prepares you for for something else you know for for the times where you need to carry a subwoofer up a flight of stairs <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you know? and like you yeah. know like you said like that that shit happens in life sometimes you need to do a little bit of extra yard work with somebody to make some extra money and like i've been doing cleaning with jenna yep stuff and like scrubbing the shower yeah i'm like oh shit i need to go this way now like <laughs> yeah <laughs> wax go. on wax off there you go first time you learn to play guitar all of a sudden it's just like wow there's a bunch of muscles in my forearm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yeah. that, man. all right bro well tell us what we gotta do hey man i'll tell you <laughs> you gotta go find us on social media and give us a follow Shouldn't be that hard because all the links are right down there. If you're watching this on, well, they're on all. It's yeah, that's that's the description. So, whatever platform you're on, scroll down, check out the links, give us a follow, send us your questions at Pod Heaven. Austin Devin is our Instagram and Facebook handle. You can also tweet us at Pod Heaven AD. If you watch us on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe for more. Thanks for listening to Pod Heaven. Yep. We'll see you next week.